Hey guys, welcome back to I Am She Save Hilled and Elevated Podcast. This is your podcast host, Franchelle J, and I am here. Um, this is the beginning of the new year. Um, I know we are basically into February now, and I know I haven't been up here in a little minute, but I definitely wanted to take the time to just come up here and, you know, to get back into the groove of things, to get back into the judge, to get back into the judge, to get back into the flow of things. I was distracted for a little bit and I can't make no excuse for it at the end of the day, but I definitely want to come back and do what I actually love to do and also what God has ordained me to do, um, which is to find my purpose and to help other people find theirs. Yes, so... um, just get my life back in order. So I'm here today because I have a, a topic that's been on my heart that I truly want to um, talk about and express. I find myself, um, and I can only speak for me, but I'm hoping that you guys will be able to relate to what I'm saying and um, actually take what I'm going to say from it. So I find myself always, I can hear God stating for me to do something. He'll give me a direction. And again, I'll chuck it up and be like, oh, it's my, oh, it's what I thought. Maybe God didn't say that, but clear as day, God said it. I'm connected to God. I serve him each and every day. I read, I pray, I listen to music. I'm I'm very intentional about my walk. I don't curse anymore. Um, You know, and fasting and, and again, just responding to things. I don't respond to things the way I used to. People before could come into my life and say certain things and I'll have a whole negative response about it just because they were ugly. I turned ugly. I'm doing my best each and every day to not do that. But I can hear God tell me, um, for instance, write this, write this affirmation and prayer journal, uh, which is called I am she. So I'm like, why would you tell me that? I don't, I never even dreamed of, of making or writing or producing a journal. I have, why would he tell me that? And how am I going to do this? Nevertheless, I listened to him. I started researching, you know, finding out, you know, just sitting down, praying and fasting and just talking to him. And he gave me directions of how to do it. He put people in, into my life to help me along the way. And now I have a I Am She journal, Safe Hilled and Elevated. And that was last year. I produced it in June um, of 2019. And now that I done done that, now he's like, how are you going to get it out? And I'm like, um, vending events. He's like, no. He's like, I had you to write this journal because your mouthpiece needed to be heard. I needed to use you to speak to other women and other men out there so that way they can hear your story so that way you can actually, you know, help them heal, help them to get the journal or help them to drop old baggage or heavy baggage from back in the day, whether it was molestation, whether it was abandonment, whether it was rejection, whether it was sexual abuse, whether it was verbal abuse, whether it was neglect, whether it was just not feeling good enough, whether it was low self-esteem. You know, we all have been through something. Nobody can tell me that their life has just been peach and keen, like so perfect to the point where they felt whole just because. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care the material things that you possessed. I don't care about any of that stuff. Oh, I'm pretty. All that stuff is 
is vain. All that stuff can is perishable. It can be washed away. It's like when you have nothing left, when you don't have any of that stuff, name brand clothing or the shoes, you know, the car, the house, the dog, the man, when you have nothing, who are you? Who are you? So that's the question that we need to sit down and ask ourselves, who are you and what have you been through that makes you perfectly imperfect? And what baggage are you holding on to that you need to drop to get to your purpose? And I'm so passionate about that because, um, you know, I've always been passionate about this, but I'm truly passionate and more serious about this. And the reason why I'm even up here today, taking it more serious and being obedient to God is because on January 26th, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi, passed away with with a couple of other people, seven other people. Um, God didn't just choose what God did. He makes no mistakes, nor did he choose the wrong person. But God used the icon, a legend, a person that everybody in the world is known. He's an iconic legend. He's known all over the world in every state, all 50 plus states, all continents, all, you know, everything. He's known throughout the whole entire world. I'm pretty sure Iraq and Iran know Kobe. I don't care what language you speak. I know you know who Kobe Bryant is. So he took an icon to make an example. And it wasn't so much of an example. It was a sacrifice to, uh, to help get other people's attention. He was a sacrificial lamb. Just how Jesus was the sacrificial lamb and his purpose on earth was to die to save us from our sins and stuff like that. So that way God may forgive us. So that way we don't have to be charged. Um, we're getting our heads cut off and, you know, just being killed. That's why Jesus Christ died for us. He died for our sins. So that way it'll be a better way. Now all we have to do is just say, Lord, I repent for my unknowingly sins and my knowingly sins and God will forgive you. But this, this, this legend, this iconic legend did not go out just because it was time for him to go. Yeah, it was time for him to go, but it was time to reach those million and billion and trillion people that's here out here in the world that's still on this earth every day doing the same thing. Don't know what their purpose is, not trying to figure it out, or maybe they just don't know how to figure it out. But you're not supposed to be here on this earth doing nothing, working a nine to five every day. It's the same old, same old. God shook the earth when he took Kobe Bryant. And that was not by no incident or accident. It's time for us to wake up. We have to wake up. It is not a game out here. God is calling your attention. He's telling you to get up and get ready because he's coming back for his people. But he want to give you a chance. He want to give you a warning. He want to send something to the earth that'll wake you up, that'll just say, you know, life is more than just fighting, than putting each other down, calling each other names out here killing each other. Life is more to that than that. Kobe did not die in vain for us to really just go about our normal life and just still be in the same predicament or the same position or moving the same way without a purpose in life. That's not why Kobe died. It's bigger than what you see. It's bigger than just them being an icon legend. But God knew that this would get so many people attention. Now we're all out here holding on to our families. We're all out here crying. We're all out here, you know, the things that we used to take for granted. Now we're starting to be like, yo, bro, yo, sis, I love you. Yo, I forgive you for what you've done to me. 
It's no longer hatred. There's no hate. You have to remove that hate. You have to remove it. I don't care if you had enemies for decades. This right here, life is too short. You're, you're here today, going today. You don't know what hour, second, and what minute you are going to leave this earth. And if you don't start walking in the in the in the purpose and in the plan that God gave for you, you're gonna be nothing but just Brian of whoever you was or Shakita of whoever you were. It is meant for you when you do die to leave a legacy, to leave purpose, for to allow somebody to grab on to that and continue to carry your legacy when your voice is going. So even if you are a hairstylist, even if you are a bus driver. Even if you are a nonprofit, you know, a founder of a nonprofit, even if you are a doctor, grab somebody and teach them what you know. Because the only way to teach them what you know, the only way for your legacy to live on is when you die, somebody else grab the, the, baton, the um, baton and run with it. It's like a race. It's like a marathon. It's like running in track. The only way to pass on that legacy is to pass that baton to somebody else and have them continue to run what you built, what you believe in. Do not die without a voice. Look how many people looked at Kobe and was like, dang, I wish, yo, let me tell you what Kobe taught me. Kobe told me to never give up. Kobe told me to work hard at what you do. Kobe told me that you have to be there before the person and leave after the person. Kobe came to my court. This is what D-Way said. Kobe came to my court and my arena and was the first one on, on the basketball court and was the last one to leave. D-Way said, I couldn't let him, I couldn't let him come to my arena, my court, and show me up while I'm in the locker room doing whatever. He said, yo, I put on my clothes. And I got up and I went out there and I started shooting me and another guy, me and another teammate. People got, people got. Things and, 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 and the people got examples and they sharing their stories of how, what he meant to them. I didn't know Kobe personally, but to see him just leave, just perish, to see his daughter and all the other seven people that have left in that helicopter accident, that was like a nobody seen that coming. It was like he was here and then he was gone. He woke up. It wasn't like he was confiscated in his sleep. It wasn't like he died or was killed in his sleep. He woke up a sacrificial, a, a sacrificial lamb, literally, for this whole world. It even impacted me. I've, I've been crying for days since it happened. And I, that wasn't a family member of mine, nor did I know him personally. Nor did I even rock with him when he was playing like that. He wasn't my favorite basketball player. But to be completely honest, I don't, I don't have a favorite team. I'm not really into sports like that. But if it touched me, could you only imagine an impact, you know, his diehard fans had, his, his wife, his children had, his mother, his father, all his family members had when he was around. You could call him cocky or call him whatever else he did, but baby, he left a legacy behind he left the legacy behind. So I came on here just to state, don't let us perish. Don't let us die off without leaving a legacy, without leaving something our children can grab onto and run with it, without leaving a vision that our children could grab onto and run with it, without leaving a vision that somebody else 
you know, in, in, the, in, in your family or out of your family. And see your vision. You write it down. Make it plain. Whatever you want to do, you write that down. You make it plain. You write it down. You make it plain. Plain enough so when somebody do come along and see it, they could take it. They could run with it. They could fund it. You don't have to have any money, no money to fund your vision. All you have to have is a vision or a dream and write it down and believe. God will send somebody your way to make sure that you will not die in vain. But you cannot continue to sit here and do this nine to five and wake up and be on this routine schedule and go to work and come home. And that's it. Because that's not what God wanted for you. That's not what God planned for us. He didn't plan that for us. We're supposed to be out here bringing live, bringing people back to him, you know, bringing, just saving lives, loving each other. We're supposed to be here for each other. When He didn't just put us on this earth just to, just to be people here. He put us here so that way we can all be here for each other. Something that we're not doing. We're out here slaying each other and we're not slaying each other. We out here breaking each other down, tearing each other down with words trying to be the best at something, have a secret to not want to share none of of how you got successful. That's not what he wanted us to do. He didn't want us to be stingy. God said, if you share what you know, you know, he'll bless you with abundance. We shouldn't be out here saying, oh, we don't want such and such to, to hang on or to, to cling on or know what we're doing or to know this because we don't want them to take take what God gave us. You cannot take something that was already given to you by God. You cannot take something that God has already ordained and qualified you to be. Nobody can steal that from you. God is a God of many of of many things, many miracles. He can do any and everything. So we gotta be we gotta stop being out here killing up each other, disrespecting each other. Tearing each other down with words because we're afraid or we're intimidated by somebody else's success and the way they walk and how brilliant somebody else is or how wise and discerning somebody else is or how talented and creative they are. They're that way because God blessed them to be that way. But just know if God blessed them to be that way. You got to know that he has blessed you with your own peculiar lane of some sort, with your own peculiar talent and ability. And if you truly believe that and knew that that was true, you wouldn't have to tear nobody else down. You wouldn't have to beat nobody else up. Nor would you have to try and rush and get and get in front of a person or be better than, than a person or be at a higher rank than a person just because you know, they're out there doing their thing. You will learn how to stay in your lane. You will learn how to congratulate them, be a support system to them. And then I, yo, how you do that? You out here winning, da-da-da, you out here doing this. You're so talented. Can you give me, can you give me, you know, a few pointers? Can you help me? Because that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be out here helping each other, building each other up. Iron sharpens iron. We're not supposed to be out here killing up each other and hating on each other. And again, I say this to say, God knows everything. God knows best. God knew he was going to use Kobe as a sacrificial lamb to get his people attention. He loved all of us. He loved all of us. So I definitely want you 
to sit down and just ask God and talk to him how you would talk to your friends. Hey, God, if you talk to him like, hey, what up, God? You know, what is it? What is it that I'm supposed to be on this earth for? Or, you know, however you talk, go to him just like that. What is it? What What is the plan and the purpose you have for my life? Give me the vision to be able to see that. What am I doing wrong that I need to correct, that I need to fix? Show me the vision for my life and show me the purpose. Show me the calling over my life. You know, show me why I'm here because I'm not just here by incident or accident. Why am I here? Show me my gifts, my talents, and my abilities, Lord. Show me how to be a better person. Show me how to right my wrongs. Show me how to strive um, to be a better person, a better, you know, uncle, a better father, a better cousin, a better brother, a better, you know, show me, show me how to be a better, a better supervisor, a better friend. Show me how to be a better person. Every day that I'm here, every day that you grant me to wake up, to see another day. You, it got, it's real. You got to get real. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. So, number one, if you can, I want you to wake up every morning. And, and, and again, just, you know, thank God for waking you up in the morning. I want to give you some pointers to actually get your day started. And to get it started positive with God. So I want you to, number one, wake up. The minute you wake up, you thank God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Daddy, for just waking me up this morning. Thank you for protecting me, protecting my family. Thank you for blowing breath into my lungs for me to go out there and be a servant of yours for somebody else today, God. Father God, I know by there's not an incident or accident the reason why you placed me here on this job. So number two, you would ask him, show me the direction that you want me to go today. What is it that you want me to do? What is my purpose for today? Yes, I've been at this job for 20 years, but now I'm tapped in. What is it that, why did you place me here on this job? Because it wasn't for an incident or accident. It wasn't by, oh, you know, default. Oh, it was not, it's not a coincidence why you're there at that job. It's not an incident. It's not an incident or an accident. You're there for a reason. He wants to use you no matter where you're at. Um, Number three, again, just tell somebody, give somebody, a, you know, an affirmation. Tell them they're beautiful. Tell them they're smart. You know, tell them how much they impact your life. Tell them what you love about them. Give them a compliment. No matter who it is. No matter who it is. Number four, whoever you have issues with, reach out to them and apologize, even if you wasn't in the wrong. Reach out to them and apologize, even if you were not in the wrong, even if you feel like you weren't in the wrong. It doesn't matter. God just wants us to be able to pull together to help each other along the way, to help each other get it right. Drop your pride. Pride is like, it. pride is such a sin. 
God cannot use nobody that is too prideful to admit what they done been through, you know, what they did in the past. You know, too prideful to admit they were wrong. Too prideful to say, please forgive me, I apologize. Too prideful to say, I made some mistakes. And six, whoever is near you, if you've been walking in, you know, barely speaking to them or not spending enough time with them, take some time out to spend time with your family members. Love them. Hold them close. You know, pour into them. Give them sticks. Tell them a positive affirmation. You're beautiful. You're amazing. You're smart. You can do anything. You're a great chef. I love the way you sweep a floor. I mean, I don't care what it is. But the time is now. The time to start making changes and correcting yourself is now. The time to start building healthy relationships is now. Stop gossiping you know, about people. Start working on yourself. Because think about it. The more time, The more time you sit down gossiping about somebody else and what they're not doing, you're digging a ditch for yourself because I'm pretty sure somebody else behind you got a whole nother list as of what you're not and how you're not living up to this and, and how bad you are and this, that, and the third about you. So I just wanted to take the time just to come on here and, you know, just express how I feel and just express what, you know, how I viewed the way Kobe left and his daughter and um, Christina and um, everybody else who was on there, I can't name everybody. I don't have everybody names in front of me, but I just want to, you know, pray for them, pray for their souls and continue to pray for Vanessa and her family, Kobe's wife and the whole family guy, um, y'all just to strengthen them. Cause as of right now, they don't understand. They're in shock. They don't understand what happened. They're not able to truly pray for themselves. They are confused out there as well. So please make sure that you pray for them. Send them prayers. Every time you think about it, you know, just ask God to just cover them with the blood of Jesus. Just ask, ask God to just allow them to get to become closer with him. You know, just sending them strength and, and send, sending them condolences and comfort and peace and to restore their joy and to as well make an impact and continue to, you know, live on and, um, carry on a dad's legacy, to carry on Kobe Bryant's legacy. It's real out here, y'all. If you haven't already followed any of my pages, I am up on Instagram. It is called I Am Saved, Healed, and Elevated. Everything with the D, Saved, Healed, Elevated Um, on IG. I'm also up on Facebook, I Am She, and it also is I Am Saved, Healed, and Elevated. Um, also please share this podcast, um, please share this podcast. And, um, also if you can write something and post it to my page as of you listening to what I have said, and, um, that would be awesome as well. I love the, to hear the feedback from you guys. And if you already haven't, and you know, somebody you or you or somebody, if you know somebody that would benefit from the I Am She journal is I Am She Safe, Healed, and Elevated Affirmation and Prayer Journal by Franchelle Jackson. Please let them know. And I also have it for the men. Um, this journal, if I haven't gotten into it thus far, this journal has 52 uh, positive 
affirmations with prayer. It also had the ABCs of Who I Am poem by Dr. Nina. It also have a prayer list in there. And um, it helps you, anybody who you know need to heal, it helps you drop all the old baggage of all the resentment, all the anger that you had for somebody who, you know, um, who you feel like failed you or who you feel like disappointed you. And, you know, you're upset with them because they, they caused some type of hurt, harm or danger to you. This, help, this journal helps you to heal so that way you can truly find your purpose. It gives you step-by-steps of the process of how to heal, how to forgive, how to love again. It gives you step-by-step process of um, finding your purpose, you know, of finding out why you are here. And I heard Sarah Jake say as well, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have so many ideas, but their ideas are still on the ground because you're still holding on to baggage. You're still holding on to baggage. You're trying to figure out exactly, um, you know, you're trying to hold on to the blessing and baggage. You can't do it. It has to be either or. So it has to either be a blessing or baggage. So you have to choose which one that you're going to take and make a legacy out of or continue to make a generational curse out of it. We have to drop the baggage and find and carry on the legacy. We have to. There's no other way. And you can't do both, nor can you have both. There's only room for blessings or baggage. So you make the choice. You make the choice as of what it is that you want to that what it is that you want to spend the rest of your life doing and how many people you want to impact. Because either way, you're gonna have an impact on somebody. So either it's gonna be a, a bad impact or a good impact on somebody. And Kobe, he went out with having a great impact on people. So, you know, I leave that this with y'all. And my time is up. I thank y'all so much for listening. I pray that y'all have a blessed, productive week. I pray everybody out there. Um, I know it's been a hard week for everybody since getting the news of Kobe. Um, and I understand because I, too, have been having a hard week. And so have his family members. I, I already know. You know, I can't even imagine what they're going through. But, you know. Don't let him die or perish in vain. Please grab something from what he has been through and from this whole tragic situation and apply it to your lives and start making moves and write your visions down and just think time doesn't wait for anybody. You have one chance to get it right, to make a statement, to make generational blessings and to cancel out the generational curses. And it starts today. I pray that this podcast episode has blessed many people out there. And until we talk again next time, have a good day. God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow all of the pages I stated until we talk again.